We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, how are you doing, man? As good as it can get. As good as it can get. Every quote I hear from a Warriors player, as good as it can get. I'm a happy dude. Nice, nice. You want to start there, or should we start on the NBA rank stuff? Hmm. Let's, let's start, start on the. Let's start yeah. there. Let's start on Clay. So, friend of the show, Tony Slater, interviewed Clay, and we got some some quotes. Quotes to do with his free agency and his extension. I don't know. I don't think I asked you. Did you? Do you? Did you think he was going to sign an extension before uh, the season started? Before he read this article. Yeah, I I mean, I thought he would sign something. I guess I never really thought of when he would sign it. But if he had to hold, you know how I feel about the situation. If you put a gun to my head for some reason, I would have told you that Clay would sign an extension before the season starts. Because what is the point of waiting? He's going to be a warrior no matter what. He's not going to get traded. I know people people have met. He's not going to get traded. Not going anywhere. He's not going to ask for a max. He was going to get done. Why not just get it done before the season? So, I mean, I, I kind of always thought it was gonna happen i just didn't know when see i felt the opposite way i and i still kind of do i i assumed he wanted to gamble on making more money the way draymond did like kind of i didn't not thinking that they aren't going to sign him but more warriors probably not offering him more than wiggins and clay's a proud guy he probably sees middleton get 32 million a year um sees just all the contracts going around and he's thinking, yeah, they're offering me 25, 26. I'll roll it over. Let's see if I can get another 10 out of them a year or something like that. That's what I was thinking was going to happen, but I don't know. You, you listen to these quotes, you hear him talk. I'm going to read it for you. He goes, absolutely. I wouldn't want to go anywhere else. Play for one franchise, man. That's so rare in any sport, football, baseball, basketball, Australian roost football to play for one club is insane. It's some legendary stuff. Um, and then just to add context to it, we're hearing more and more that maybe he didn't want a max. Maybe, you know, he wants an extension. He wants something that's fair, but it's, he's not out here asking for, uh, you know, four years, 200 million or whatever his max number is. Right. Uh, yeah. I just, and, th- and so that's, sense. that's, that's interesting. Cause you know, last year we get the, uh, the Woj bomb 
the day they get eliminated that Clay's looking for a max. Immediately in my head, I'm like, oh, he's gonna he's he's trying to make this contentious. So Yeah, I I just it never made sense because that's not what it's it's never happened between Clay and the Warriors where even the Draymond stuff where I thought maybe that would get contentious, it never did. It never got weird. I mean, Draymond's can't leak some stuff, but nobody took that shit seriously, right? <laughs> Remember, he was leaking about how yeah. the the Rockets or the Kings were throwing offers. It's like, okay, man, like be be serious. You're not going to these to these teams. Same with Clay. I mean, if you want, like you said, an extra five million a year, extra seven million a year, are you going to go to these other teams? Are you actually going to go and play four seasons? No, but at it's the end like you got career? you go He's get the. Do he was never going to do it. It's insane. No, but you get. But you get the Blazers, you know, pride's a real thing. So you get the Blazers to offer you. Pride's a real thing when you're 28. Yeah. He's old. I mean, Igudala got yeah, the Kings to offer him something like 25 a year, which was <laughs> just, just, so he could, just so he could leverage the Warriors to get him up to the number he wanted. I thought that was going to be the route Clay was going to end up going. Like, have a better season. Honestly, he didn't even have a bad year last year. He just had bad playoffs. But, like, end the season. And then get that offer that makes the Warriors go, okay, all right, well, we'll, we'll add an extra five a year, 60, whatever, whatever the number is that he wants to make sense. That's what I thought. I got a take for you. Mm. I'm reading this. And the more I'm looking at this, I'm not convinced Clay's the one who's holding this up anymore. I think the Warriors might not even be offering him Wiggins money right now. I think it might be the other way around. That's, I think. We heard optionality all off season. And I'm not saying they don't want to resign him. I'm not saying they're looking to trade him for Embiid or something. I'm just saying I think they like the leverage to see how it plays out. And then if everything plays out the way you hope it does, where he has a good season and you know, whatever bad things happen in the playoffs last year, he doesn't do this year, he gets his extension. I kind of feel like the Warriors are the side who doesn't want to sign an early extension. I think they like the idea of we're well under we're under the cap next year. Obviously, we could pay Brinkley back and not have to worry about any of that stuff. But we like just let you know having the option that we could go in a different direction next year if the worst case happens. If there's no true deadline to do it, then why do the deal? Right? Is I guess is what the Warriors are going into this thinking is if they don't actually have to do it then why would they do it unless this deal really, really is in their favor? The Wiggins deal was really in their favor. The exactly. Jordan Poole deal had to get done because Draymond knocked him out. And then the Draymond they deal got... That was, they thought that was in their favor. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like we sat here and we kind of were like, oh, I don't know, that's a lot of money, but it, it does make a little bit of sense. And he just did get clocked. Like, okay, and the, we, and the Warriors did just win a championship, so we can explain it all the way. And then, and then 10 months later, it's like, oh, I don't know. But... You're right. So the Warriors don't technically have to do this. Do you do you think they'd do it if Clay was was went up to him and said 25 mil a year? So it's basically Dr- like Draymond yeah, right, signed right, right. exactly for 25 right. a year. I know it's spread, but like 4100. Yeah. Wiggins got 4108, uh, I think. Right right, right around there. Yeah. Yeah. So I I got to imagine they want him slotted in around that. They don't want to pay mm-hmm. him significantly more, maybe even less. I don't know. It's hard. Like, like if Clay was like, let's just get this done. I want to be here, blah, blah, blah. Let's do this at four for 104. Yeah. You think the Warriors would do that? I mean, or do you think the Warriors are like, you know what? We just rather wait 
you know, if you come to us and you take 20 mil a year, we want sure, the optionality. right? But we like, want yeah, the optionality. Maybe they're like, you know, you spent last year coming in and, and you didn't really play in a team setting. You, you kind of came in out of shape and you weren't necessarily bought in shooting wise. You shot a, you know, all this stuff. And they're like, okay, you know what? We, we, let's just wait till the end of this year. Let's see if you're totally bought in and, and, and figure this out after. Do you think that's a part of it too? I think so. I think there's also the like the conversation no one really wants to have, which is if you give him four years, at some point it's going to be Steph 37, Clay 35, Draymond 35, getting a decent chunk of money. Steph 38, Clay 36, Dre 36. And all things equal, you'd rather have Steph flanked by a second star who's, you know, 28, not 35, not 36. So not saying that they're squeezing clay, but I think they want to see what the options are. You know, what if Moses Moody pops this year? I don't know. You know, I, I just, the more I listen to the way clay's talking, the more I'm kind of convinced that if they offered him something in the range of Wiggins, it's probably a done deal. I don't think he's asking for too much more than that. I think he's comfortable with that. I think the Warriors are the ones who are like, look, man, we may run the risk of having to pay you more than that because you have a great year, but we like having the optionality. I I don't think it's bad business, and I don't think Clay's like mad about it. These quotes don't seem like he's in any way salty about it, right? It seems like he gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're at a point where they're putting real true uh, numbers on the table. Um I still think this thing gets done. I, I think they kind of just part of this whole offseason is is the good vibes. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody's mm-hmm. connected. Everybody's locked in. And I, I just don't think that going to the season, they want this hanging over their head. It wasn't like that Draymond contract was really hanging over their head. But it's just it's one thing that it's going to happen. Just 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 make it happen. And let's just worry about winning a championship versus all these kind of questions that come with. Well, could this be Clay's last season? Oh, he's play- Clay averaging thirty some points these last two months. He's going to mm-hmm. ask for thirty million a year, right? It's just let's just get all of that stuff out of the way, and let's just let's just all to, all go try to win a championship. Is what I feel like it's going to come down to in the next. Well, I guess we only have two weeks. I know you start do- you stop doing the countdown in the beginning of the show, but there's only two more weeks before the season starts. It's thirteen it's a- thirteen days yeah. technically because we're doing yeah. this Wednesday Wednesday afternoon Wednesday evening. Wow, okay. they're gonna play. They're gonna play on a Tuesday, so less than two weeks. We're getting there. Getting another preseason game in in LA. I'm fully expecting the Warriors to no show and then go have a lot of fun in LA that night because that's what they do, especially in preseason. You think Kaminga no shows, or do you think he's locked in for that preseason game, or you think he's like LA? I'm, I'm getting after it. I <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. I was thinking of the vets, to be honest. Oh, I know the vets are not showing up. That's why I'm not even asking. Draymond, but, like, over under Draymond showing up to the game in sunglasses. Oh, sitting on sitting in sunglasses the entire game on the bench. How bright is his blazer going to be that night? It, it is really what is really what we're gonna get from those guys. Is Clay even gonna play? Friday night, you know what I mean. I, I actually that will show how locked in these guys are. Mm-hmm. Is how good they're going to look in a Friday night preseason game in LA. That that's going to tell us a lot of how serious. I know Jemski's going to be ready to go. I'll tell you that that kid's not messing around. He's going to be ready to roll. But these other guys on the team, I have no I, no. Did idea. you see? Um, did you see Steve Kerr's quotes on Pajemski? 
he – you know what? I want to pull it up. Uh, no, no. Steve Steve loves Pajemski is my take. And you know what? I get it. The kid can play. The kid can play. Like, I don't know if he's ready to play in an NBA game uh, this year or early on, but, like, that first preseason game, that's a high IQ player who just gets out of – gets how to impact a game. The shot has to come around, but, you know, that definitely feels like a Steve Kerr player. All right, I got the – I stalled off time. I got the – Uh-oh. That was well done. It does seem coming in – I know you guys have used connectivity and all that, but it also seems that basketball IQ was given a, a big um, – it was an emphasis. It was a point for the uh, for the off season. How are you seeing that manifest already? I think we saw some in the preseason game, but – especially with the young guys, um, they seem mature beyond their years. Yeah. I mean, Brandon has a great feel for the game. Um, you know, he's, he leads the team in deflections in the first you know week or 10 days, whatever it is, whatever it's been. He's uh, constantly uh, ahead of one step ahead of the play at both ends, you know, rotating defensively, um, you know, cr- cross graining the ball and, you know, catching the defense off guard with a cross court pass, uh, attacking closeouts. Like he just, he has great feel. Um, Did he ever say that about Big Jimmy? Funny guy, hilarious guy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, the fact he brings him up unprompted lets you know he's impressed. Usually, Steve isn't bringing up a guy unprompted if he doesn't like really believe in him. It's true. It's true. I mean, Steve also have liked guys like Nico Mannion, uh, who he loved. And so I think Steve is always Tony always, Lamb. He just, sure. he just connects our lineups. Certain traits, and, and we know what traits he likes uh, about guys. But uh, I, I think what Steve likes about him isn't going to determine how good he is going to be an NBA player. I think that determines that he can play in the NBA intellectually. But I think what determines is, is going to be, you know, how big he is. But I mean, it's, it's all impressive regardless that he is a rookie. I mean, the kid is a rookie coming in, um, and it seems like, you know, if it wasn't for Corey, Corey Joseph, would, would Pajemski be the backup guard right now? Because <laughs> he, he was coming off the bench as the, the lead ball handler of that second unit. That looked pretty good. So um, impressive regardless. Have you seen Kevin Whitmore, by the way, in the preseason, who also looks pretty good? He does look athletic. He looks good. <laughs> he looks good. Chat saying he's small. He's not, not small. He's taller than Steph. He does need to get a little stronger. He, he looks like he's never been in the weight room. That's for sure. But I saw him yeah. practice in a hoodie and sweats, and I said, yeah, he's got to get in the weight room. Only yeah. people. <laughs> you're not hooping like that unless you're, <laughs> unless you're so on yeah, the skinny my, my, side. He's coming back 15 pounds of muscle next season. So You got muscle watch? <laughs> Enough pods. And then I think, you know, the, um, the job the front office did adding Dario who really connects the game for us as oh, a big connect. shoot and space, and, but also um, punish people inside with his strength and his size. Um, Corey Joseph hasn't played yet, but very, very smart player. One of the t- uh, top guys in the league in assist to turnover ratio. Chris, that goes without saying, you know, his intelligence. So this, this feels like a, a really high IQ team, and um, they're showing that, I think, early on. Steve's so happy with that. I think that's all he cares about. Just give me a high IQ team and like hopefully they have enough size. 
loves Dario. Dario also had a quote today talking about how the team's super smart, super high IQ, and, and he's happy to be a part of that and wants to just get Steph the ball. And isn't that isn't that just all we ever want from a from a Warriors big man? It's just to be smart and, and go get Steph the ball. So um, this is turning out to be a peak Steve Kerr team, dude. Uh, in every, it has, in every it has a lot of potential to be a Steve Kerr team for sure. Um, yeah, uh, Dario had a quote today. And he also said, let's see if we can pull it up from Shana Rubin. Dario Sarch on the easy chemistry with Golden State. You're going to do everything on the court to get Steph open. My mindset helps me to fit with the team. I have my strengths. I'm going to find the space for me too. But this is a high IQ team. We play fast. He gets it. I'm just going to pass to Steph. We're good to go. That's it. (laughs) The we play fast part is, is interesting too, um, because that's not what Steve Chris. Uh, excuse me, that's not what Chris Paul has been. And uh, game one, the Warriors were playing stupid fast, shooting a lot of threes as they always do, but they were playing really, really fast, which is good um, in terms of Warriors philosophy. Yeah, I just want to watch them play. Like it does feel like a Steve Kerr team, particularly if Kuminga can pop and give them that dose of athleticism, because like. We know Sarch is going to be a guy who can run dribble handoffs. He can run offense. They're going to hit some shots. We know what the main guys will do, but they kind of needed uh, – they need Kuminga to kind of be that other athlete just so they're not too slow and too small in general. Yeah. He had a Band-Aid coming on his hand, uh, on his hand the other day, so mm-hmm. I just uh, – looks like he's going to be fine. So knock on wood there, um, reported that – I wonder how he hurt his hand. Uh, somebody joked that he hurt his hand because he slammed his hand on the rim, dunking too hard. And I was like, eh, yeah, I don't know how that feels, but that's probably what happened. Not, not worried about most of the other roster doing that. Um, <laughs> 99% uh, of the roster is not doing that. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Sam, I was in New York, and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time, because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Light Years, L Y G H T Y E R S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LIGHTYEARS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. You know, we were talking about Clay's extension, and you know what's interesting? We haven't heard anything about Steve Kerr and extension. He said at the beginning of camp, I want to keep that private. It's just weird to see a coach of his caliber enter this year as a lame duck coach, usually guys who are championship caliber coaches always sign the early extension. I guess my question to you, Andy, is why do you think Steve hasn't signed an extension yet? We're weird. I don't get it. I know you got a theory. I hope you have a theory because I, I, I have endless theories. <laughs> I've got, I've got nothing except Steve just 
doesn't care to tell anyone anything. Um, maybe he's already ex- been extended is the only thing I can come up with. Um, we just went through this with Farhan Zaidi and Kyle Shanahan. Kyle and John Lynch were extended before the season started. They didn't announce it till week three. Uh, don't have no idea why they did that. So <laughs> they well, want to get a couple big wins under their belt. So they, so they looked amazing deal, after Pittsburgh. They have to deal with our guy Grant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After after you know cooking Pittsburgh on the road week one, they're like, all right, Schefter, you you can tweet out that we're extended for. And then they never ex- disclosed you know what the extension actually was and stuff like that. We, was Kyle even on? Was he even a lame duck coach? I'm sure he had a few years left. So my guess is that Steve Kerr's actually already extended. And they just don't want to announce it for some reason. That's my only theory. I don't agree. Um, so I'm going to connect some dots for you here. Okay. okay. So one, if Steve was unhappy with the offers he was getting from the Warriors, we would have got a leak from someone like Woj already. Woj. That typically, because he's too, he's too accomplished a head coach to not have offers. Like In other words, if the Warriors weren't going to bring him back. He could name his job and he would get whatever uh, Monty Williams got plus 20%. You know, like if Steve Kerr hit the market, he would get 15 plus million a year. Easy. If you, if you like the job. So I don't think it's about money because, you know, we know how, we know how these things go. You start getting the leaks, Woj, that sort of thing. The only thing I could think of is what if it's a Bob Myers situation? What if, He's not signing because he's not sure if he wants to coach after this year. Not, not, a, not a situation where it's like, I hate working for the Warriors or they're not paying me enough money, but he might just be burnt out. He might just be tired. I mean, I think we sometimes forget Steve had that back situation, you know? And he's 58 years old. Does he, does he want to coach into his mid to late 60s? Like, I don't know if he's that kind of guy, honestly. My pushback is that Steph is still on his prime and on the team. Now, if you told me Steph was running up in his contract and he only had a year or two left, I'd buy it. But you know as well as I do, Steve Kerr's got an ego, as do all these guys. Mm -hmm. I don't find it believable that he'd walk away from a team that Steph is still on. They're about to sign Clay to this extension. Draymond's just signed up for four more years. It's a pretty good chance that they win or at least are in contention to win one more championship the next four years. I just can't imagine Steve Kerr walking away from that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's my my thought is uh, slam in the chat goes any possibility of him moving to the front office and act with Atkinson waving. Obviously not in the next couple of years. Oh, like the Brad Stevens thing. Like, I don't know. I could see that too. Part of the reason Brad Stevens moved to the front office is he just got tired. Of being a coach, like the well, travel, like the team tuned him out too. Yeah, but they kept him. Like he didn't, he didn't really want to be on the floor anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I, it wouldn't surprise me if Steve was just tired, or or maybe it's just as simple as this. I kind of want to see how this team develops before committing to multiple years. Well, Kenny Atkinson turned down the job with Charlotte, right? Which is smart by him, and he hasn't been in <laughs> yes. talks to go anywhere else. I mean, it's not like he's. I mean that was a season. I mean that was a season ago. He could have spent this offseason interviewing for other jobs. He hasn't done. He hasn't done so, right? So maybe he's kind of sitting here and you know outside of the family stuff. I'm sure his family wants him to stay in the Bay or whatever. He's mentioned that. Um, maybe he's sitting here and saying, "All right, like I'm willing to wait to see what Steve does because if Steve retires and go to the front office, then isn't it kind of Kenny Atkinson's job? 
right? I, I know players like him, and he's smart. He's got good pedigree. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's something to monitor at the cliche podcast term. We'll, we'll keep monitoring this. <laughs> well, you know, the, the Bob <laughs> stuff, if I were to kind of play your side a little bit, the Bob stuff was, oh, let's not worry about this. Let's not worry. Let's not. Worry. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, yeah, actually he's well, done. We, <laughs> when we got that first Bob leak and it was early in the season, I right. want to say it was like a November or December game. I was like, this is funny. This sounds like this sounds like Joe's lowballing me, and I want to let the world know that I I'm available. I didn't take it serious. It, just being honest, I really didn't take it serious. Then when he didn't sign an extension, we're in the playoffs. I started thinking, yeah, maybe there's a chance, you know. So I'm not saying Steve's going to follow the same thing. I have no reason to believe that. But look, he's not leaking anything yet, so it does. It's not a situation where like. Joe's offering him, you know, less than Monty Williams got. And he's like offended by that because, you know, he's got four chips and money has zero. Right. Uh, it, it seems like this is more on the Steve's not in a rush to get anything done. And then that just allows us to speculate, like, is he tired? Does he want to step away? Does he just kind of want to see how things play out before committing? Want to make sure all his guys aren't washed just yet? You know, like that sort of thing. So. I got one final theory for you, um, and and this is peak Steve Kerr, I think, uh, his idol. What if he's playing a mind game? What if he's telling these guys, I'm done, and he galvanizes the team, and he goes, you guys win this last one for me, man. This is the last dance. Walking away from the game after this, you know, I need everyone bought in. Let's go out there and that, that, send me home on a, on, on a high, right? And, and everyone's kind of you know, getting together because of Steve. They're like, hey, he, he's 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 going home after this. He's hanging out with his dog. He's going to hang out with his family. This is it. He stepped away from the game. Let's get this guy one more championship. Let's go win that fifth one, you know, and and, and Steve and, and Steve's using that to get this team bought in because the team wasn't bought in last year. And you can argue some of it wasn't Steve's fault, but, you know, it's his locker room and that locker room had tuned out Steve by by midseason. You can blame well, Draymond. Well, you can blame Poole. Most of those dudes who do tuned him out are gone. Yeah, so, true, uh, true, true. But yeah, but, I don't know. Mingus still on the team, so <laughs> you know. So I, you know, maybe this is just a, just a little theory. All right, last 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 topic on this: Who signs first, Clay or Steve Kerr, or neither? <laughs> neither option option C is you. Neither of them extend until the um, you know. This uh, season, it's uh, more important for the Warriors to get uh, Clay signed. So I think Ooh. I think Clay signs first. It's more important. Uh, it, it's I, I, it, the Steve stuff. I don't think hangs over the team as much as if Clay walks into the season um, as a free agent or a pending free agent. I think I agree with you too. Uh, just based off of the way everything's discussed and and how public it is, and I'm not saying it's super public, but it seems like they're talking with Clay, whereas the Steve thing is like cloaked in secrecy. So I'd be surprised if Steve signed an extension. Like I'd be very surprised if tomorrow morning I get like a, a Twitter notification. Steve Kerr has extended for five more years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Clay just chilling. <laughs> so we, we, you could, they get that. They get, you get that news. I think none of us would be surprised. Right. If Clay gets that, here's a yeah. four year extent, you know? Yeah. I would not be, I won't be, I'm betting against, the extension, but mm-hmm. I will not be surprised yep. if it happens in the next two weeks. Yep. Uh, 
I will be, I guess the only scenario I'm surprised if Steve signs one before Clay. That'd be kind of yeah, be a little odd. I wouldn't see that coming. Is basically where where I'm at with it. I feel like they I, would announce that either, though. Feel like feel like they just let it hang until Clay signs or I, I, you know, I don't sure. Yeah, feel like feel like manager coaching extensions are weird, right? Like the Fawn's ID extension, like we didn't know till the end of the season that it was like, oh, he only has a year left, and then Kepler's coming back. But no, Kepler's a totally different ball game there, but. Just weird. Well, there seemed to be a little misalignment with one owner talking one way and another talking the other way there. Uh, Not the Warriors problem. That's for sure. That's not how the Warriors. No, they've they're pretty good at keeping keeping aligned right now. Yeah. All right. By the way, if anyone, if you want to, if you want to give us your thoughts on it, hit the bell. We'll invite you on stage. Happy to hear it. We got a dude coming up here. Oh, let's go. Let's do it. There's an OG listener right here. It's my guy. My guy, SF Bay Drummer. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Brother? Good. How you doing? Doing fine. Long time no talk. Um, it's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think uh, Clay's going to get extended. Um, you know, he's he can grace into, like, even if he can just jump shoot for the rest of his career, you know, with the Warriors. And, and you know, we're a shooting team. And it hasn't stopped us from winning championships. So um, I, I really think that's going to work out. Kerr, um, I would love for him to stay. I think he, I think he'll be back too. Maybe like on a three-year deal or something like that. Maybe until all the the guys, you know, retire, the big three retire, and then maybe Atkinson or whoever, maybe Willie Green, if he gets fired from the Pelicans, comes over and takes over. But um, other than that, man, like I'm really excited for the Warriors. Um, I thought I was gonna be able to go to Stephen Curry's vacation home out here at Toyota Center, but I'm gonna miss it this time. But maybe next Ooh. year, <laughs> because Rough I really time. want to see how CP3 and uh CP3 and uh Steph like really. I'm curious how the Rockets together. fans would treat that because they they loved CP. They always felt like, oh, when we traded him, that's where everything. Uh, yeah, it would be fun. We give him a ring and then Rockets, we did something that y'all couldn't even do for two years. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, appreciate you, man. Yeah, appreciate yeah. you. Let's go, Doves. Let's go. Thank you, sir. Oh, I, yeah, I kind of, I mean, echoing his point, I kind of always assumed Steve would retire when Steph retired, basically. I I don't think Steve wants to coach till he's 70 like Pop. To coach till 70, Steph would have to play 12 more years. I I don't think Steph's going to play 12 more years. Like he's 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 got years in him, but 12 is a lot. That's beyond Tom Brady. So Um I you know, I I he is coaching Team USA. Yep. And um you know, someone in the comments brought it up uh that he's coaching Team USA and I just you know, I I feel like that's not something that someone is ready to walk away the game does. You know, uh, he he recently just picked that up right from from Coach K. So I, I don't think it's someone that's ready to walk away is going to pick up coaching team USA. It's not easy. I mean, you talk about his back; he hasn't talked about it. But you're flying around the world, going to Paris to play next year in Team USA. It's it's less so about the. It's just he he is consistently on all season, all year long. Actually, right. he's not just he's not just going away for three months and coming back for training camp. The guy was in. Uh, where they play Team USA this year? I, I where I'm sorry, where they play FIBA? I don't even know where they play FIBA this year, but uh, but he was he was out there the whole time for months. Where where did they play? See, I I forgot. It's it's escaping me, uh, but we'll, we'll go to the, the next Philippines. Topic. Yeah. Ah, okay, that's what it was. Philippines. Um, yeah. All right, Not easy. Let's keep let's keep moving to our next topic here. ESPN's 
Oh, who we got coming through? Oh, nice. Our guy Dylan's coming. What's up, there Dylan? We go. Hey, not much, guys. I'm sorry. I can't ring the bell because you guys gave me mod powers previously. So that like, is correct. Fuck what's yes. going on? But uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to, you know, kind of give my uh, my brief preseason take after watching the other the game last night and hearing you guys talk to Looney, which was awesome. I'm uh, I'm trying to make peace with the CP3 thing. I'm still I'm still struggling with it a little bit, but I sort of feel like he's our Joe Manchin now. We're like. We're gonna hate like a lot of the things he does, but like we're at the end of the season, we're gonna be like, man, we we actually needed that dude. Without him, we wouldn't have won. Like we we we'd, you know, just like how in the Senate we'd be, you know, we'd be down a vote without Joe. You know, we needed CP3 in like these moments during the season. And I'm gonna hate Sam it. Sam loves it. Sam loves it. I'm gonna hate it. I'm gonna feel. I'm still gonna feel dirty about it. But at the end of the season, I'm gonna be like, yeah, yeah. We did. We needed him in the end. Depending, depending how the season goes, yes. <laughs> the comments like it is an insane. I mean, comment. yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, I, 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 people hate Joe, but like, who else is winning in West Virginia? You know, like, I don't want to get too deep into politics, but you know, um, it is my thing. Um, I mean, there's another, there's another Joe that you know people had no choice but to vote for, but you know, at least he won. Right. Right. You know. Um, but, I'm gonna uh, say I, I'm just uh, you know what we're gonna be printing some CP3 shirts. I expect everyone to purchase them for ninety nine dollars a piece. They're gonna be just the most awesome. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh man, uh, I, I don't know. I'm optimistic. <laughs> I'm I'm claiming my spot as the king of CP3 Warriors Island. You've definitely It'll staked be- that out. No, we'll definitely all <laughs> climbing towards the summit. Going, Sam, please let us up there when when if we're you know you'll 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 be there. You'll be there when he when he hits a bunch of elbow jumpers to win. Game four in a crucial playoff series. You'll be you'll be there. You'll, you'll all be, be screaming the, screaming at your TV. Point God, just thrilled out of your mind for for a game where we lose because he actually gets the rip through <laughs> fault correctly on him. Like that that's going to happen at least once this season. I, I can feel it coming, mm-hmm. and it's not going to matter. It's going to be some like Orlando game or something. But did I'm did he there. get? I, I I thought he got a rip through call last week. I I swear he got one, and I, I was dying did, laughing. Did they called it against him. No, I think he got the call. I think he got oh, the. Uh, that's what I mean, though. Didn't they like adjust the rule where they were like trying to make it so they didn't? He'll find a way. He'll find okay. a way. We gotta, a we gotta do a standing ovation when he gets his first one in a real game. You know, like because this is a preseason. I'm not gonna count it. I needed opening night rip through on KD. Then he just like walks around like a police officer right afterwards. It's just perfect. If there's but, one person that'll find a way, it's 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 that guy right there. <laughs> the last thing I want to say before I yeah. let you guys go and, and yeah. you know get back to topic is uh your th- the thing with Looney uh yesterday was amazing. And I know that he did the other pods too, but like man, I just got so hyped listening to that dude. He is so real and like I just I don't know. Like I just I just wanted to say that because I love that dude. He's just he's he's definitely getting a statue. I don't know you know, if if we have to put it up ourselves, if Joe refuses somehow, it's going to happen. So, so I appreciate you, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, I was like, I said it to him. Nobody's more beloved than Looney, though. Like he's. We weren't just saying that shit because he was coming on the show. No, it's it's like he does all the dirty work. He never asks for any credit. And he just Mister Consistency. It's like it's such an underrated characteristic to have one a dude like that on your team i don't know if he realizes it i hope so um my thing with it is always i feel like he's underpaid and uh you know hopefully he'll get a big payday when the time comes uh with the warriors of course he better go to he better go to paris next summer we need looney in the olympics he could have used him this summer yeah they could have could have used him this summer someone who knows how to actually rebound the ball and guard a big man yes 
They could have absolutely Thank used you. him. Yes. I don't want green. Yeah. Last segment. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but ESPN's NBA rank came out and it was a bunch of Warriors in the top 100, but not a bunch of Warriors high up there. I thought that was the interesting thing. So let's quickly run through it. All right. Warriors in the top 100. The only guy who has ascended, in other words, higher this year than they were last year, is our guy Looney. Came in at 88. I think that's accurate. I think, isn't it weird to say, but Looney's definitely a top 100 player in the NBA. Yeah, by far, easily. I mean, what 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 is playoff Looney? Is he a top 40 player in the NBA? <laughs> yeah, I think I just, unequivocally. It's like one of those things where I feel like a couple years ago, you're like, oh, Looney could play for the Warriors, but what's he look like on another team? You throw that out the window now. Like every team in the NBA can use a dude who knows how to set screens like that and engulfs offensive rebounds. Also a smart passer and a great defender. Like what, what team can't use those characteristics, right? Yep. So yep. if anything, you know, he's too low. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but it's cool. It's hard to rank a player like him because it's like him or Kyle Kuzma. It's like, I don't know. They don't play anywhere near the same role. It depends on, uh, you know, what my team is, right? Like, I mean, he like, talked about it, too. He only plays like 24 minutes a game, right? But it's like, but but I mean, like, like Clint Capella is a decent comp for, for Looney. They're not the same I'd player, have, but in terms I'd of value. Have Looney than Clint. Correct. Correct. At they the do play their this, careers, yeah. They do play the same role, at least. Like, it's a yep. pretty clear. Yep. I'd definitely rather have Looney than Bobby Portis. Yep. He, he, you're right. He is too low here, you know? He <laughs> I took a quick low. look, and you know how I am. I, like, what's Scoot like, Henderson doing at 78? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. CP at 76 surprised me. Obviously, this is at prime Chris Paul, and I was kind of shocked he was at 21 last year. But seventy that's, that's a big fall. I would have figured he'd be like, I don't know, 50. Like, we'll look at the players who are around 40 to 50, and that's probably where you think Chris Paul is these days. I, you're going to, like, not you, but they're going to have me defending Chris Paul. What is this? What the fuck is this? 76? Maybe it's projecting him coming off the bench, being a 22 minute per game guy, where it's like, you know, he's, it's, he's not, you know, he's not, he's not asked to take the responsibility. Uh, Jamal Murray is, for example, right? Sure. But Jamal Murray is a top 20 basketball player, right? And so it's like, sure. we go down the list Cade. here. It'll, my, my prediction is Cade will, top will end up significantly year. higher at the end yeah. of this year. Same with Chet. I don't, those are just tough guys to rank because they didn't play last year. Sure. Jordan sure. Poole, our guy. More value. Jordan I mean, Poole he plays more. I mean, he, so I'm going to assume because of these rankings that it's this is a regular season ranking, right? This is based on Jordan Poole is going to play 82 games. He's going to play 35 minutes a game. The He's totality, there, yeah, right. Yeah. And I saw that, you know, that from that perspective, like you would probably rather have Jordan it's, Poole. It's not like who do you want in a game seven one night, you know, like that sort of thing. It's <laughs> right. like over the course of the season, who's going to be a more productive player? And but so like, for the Warriors, would you rather have R.J. Barrett or Chris Paul? It's like, dude, what are we doing here? R.J. Barrett is not a good basketball player. Keep it going. Um, Michael Porter's ranked really low. Yeah, but also I don't know that I put him above these players. Like, well, maybe Josh Murray, but <laughs> in general, well, okay, maybe him too. Yeah, like Jeremy. Uh, Grant. Like, all right, number fifty-five. Oh, there we go. There we go. Last year, forty-three. Pretty much the same range. I don't really Draymond's a player who I don't really care where you rank him. I know his value as one of the 
what did Spoke call him? Two, him and Bam are the two most versatile defensive players. I'd throw AD probably in there sure. too, but like, yeah, I, yep. honestly, AD can't do some of the stuff Draymond does. It's just the stuff AD does is so freakish. It doesn't matter. Yep. It's like, I, I don't know. You know, obviously his offensive deficiencies, but he's a winning player. It's like your questions. It's like, is this for the regular season or is this for the playoffs? Yeah. This seems about right. I think the top 50 ish. I, I think this seems about right. Wow. Right and next then, to him. Yeah. I think this is fair too. Last year, 32. That sounds about right for where he was last year. Maybe cool. maybe you give him a little more of a benefit of the doubt that he doesn't have his miserable year, but I mean, he's not he's a, not but he's not declining. He wasn't hurt. No. He was so so I think this one I, I probably have a little more of a gripe on. I, I think he's a top 40, 30, 32, third top 30 player. I think that's about right. Like because you could say Draymond and, and Chris Paul are declining players. I I don't think yeah. you can argue too much, but Wiggins is Wiggins, right? He he's healthy, he's in his prime. Like he, he missed last season because you know, he had family issues. So that that's not anything to do with him and his play this season. He also so. had that the injury in the first half. Um what although was that was I mean, abductor strain. Yeah. Kind of same yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, ended up ended up being about a month. Uh yeah, I mean, his drop he shouldn't he shouldn't be falling off because of age. Right. You know, right. or anything right. like that. So I expect him to go back up to where he was the previous year. Yep. Um, and thirty two, remember he that that number you know, that number came after he was, you know, kind of the Warriors' second best player um, throughout. Yeah, the we're at a, he, had a huge, he had a huge playoffs, right? So, um, okay. And then the top 50 through 11 came out today. Newsflash, Steph is in the top 10, so we don't know what number he's actually mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one Warrior who hasn't been mentioned did rank in this one, and that's Clay Thompson. Clay came in comfortably wow, 41. James Harden is 40. Wow, James Harden is after him. I mean, mind. I'd rather have Clay than James Harden. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. It's wild. It's it's wild to say, considering how good Pete Harden was, and like perennial top five player on these things. But like, it is what it is. It's kind of washed. I think this is about right for Clay. Thirty-seven last year, forty-one yeah. this year. Uh, yeah, I he's top forty player. Just out. So you top twenty-five means you're an all-star. He's a tick below an all-star, but I wouldn't be shocked if he got if he played at all-star level. This is about the range Wiggins should be also, yeah, for being honest. Yep. So I'm just curious who's ahead of him. Like Evan Mobley was ahead of him. Mm. Sure, maybe. I, I don't know how you can I guess they're both power forwards now. Yeah. <laughs> it's DeRozan above him just annoys me because it's like there's there's no context in which DeRozan's a better player. Yeah, no. Than Clay. It's just he scores more. Mean. Yeah, this is gross. That's gross. Yeah. And so. he fell too. Brad Beal, I think Beal has higher upside than Levine and DeRozan, but yeah. whatever. Darius Garland, it's sure. Kind of, you know, ja, this because the suspension came in at 35. Yeah. Kyrie, 34. Funny that they're together, Kyrie yeah. and Ja. Funny that they're together. Uh, Ky- they're, both, they're both not – they're both at those numbers for non-talent-related issues. Yes, sir. Both top 20 talents, but top 100 brains. Mikel Bridges, like this is kind of – Bridges is where I would think the Clay Wiggins of the guy. world should be. Guy. I think know? Wiggins and Bridges are about the. I think you could argue those are guys are about the, about the same same caliber of impact. I they think do, so. they do a little different things. Wiggins yeah. a little better as a big. Yeah. Uh, Mikel is definitely better creating his own shot. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, Clay, you know Brunson. Jaren, <laughs> I mean that's fair for Jaron. Uh, I. I think if the Warriors season go, 
banking on a big jump. Trey, 29, Lowry, 28. I think if everything goes well for the Wiggins, Wiggins and Clay, they'll be in that this caliber of player. Um, I mean, the Warriors need them to be that because that's who they yeah. were, that championship run. I mean, this is kind of, you know, we talked about this. The Warriors are going to win on depth. They're not going to win because they have a second superstar. Um, they're going to win because they need all those guys to play top 50 ball. And that, that's that's Chris yeah. Paul and Looney included, right? You got, you, got your, you got your one superstar, and then you got four or five guys who are like fringe all-stars but can absolutely help you win a game. Yep. That's kind of their formula. So I don't, I'm not surprised. ESPN is a little low on all those guys. We saw how last season went. But I, th- I, think, it's, I think it's more or less fair. Like, let me ask you this before you get out of here. Yeah. Where do you think Steph ends? What number do you think they put Steph at? I think they'll put him at four. Um, okay. I think they'll, they'll piss people off because by doing it at four, and then they'll get a bunch of cl- – yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll get a bunch of clicks because they'll put, they'll put Jokic at one, they'll put Giannis at two, and then they'll do like – they'll put Indeed. Embiid at three. Yeah, exactly. Indeed. And they'll do yeah. like score Tatum at three and then Steph at four or five, and it'll just piss Warriors fans off. They did it a few years ago when they put Dame above Steph, and everyone I'm, lost their minds. I'm shocked that Devin Booker's at 11, to be honest with you. But I guess do the math. Okay, Giannis, Jokic, Steph, Embiid, Tatum, Luka, LeBron, AD, KD. That's nine. Who is, am I Kawhi, is Kawhi on this? Kawhi's probably. Okay. Um, let me double check where he came. I don't think he ended. he was in the top. Oh, maybe Ten. not. Somebody, somebody said SGA, so maybe, maybe Shea Gilgis. Maybe it is Kawhi. Yeah, it's Kawhi. No, I think it's I think it, Kawhi's number two. Oh, wow, wow. Okay, they finally wow. they finally are like, dude, we don't believe you. We don't believe you're going to play that many games. So it's SGA. So Francisco is right in the chat. It's Shea. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, on, honestly, would you rather have Shea or or Booker? Honestly, Shea's going to be number 10, and it's literally going to be 11 10. That's my prediction. Probably Booker. <laughs> Probably Booker. Yeah, why did they do that? That's interesting. I don't know why they put Booker at 11. Now that you say that, eh, piss Suns fans off, I guess. I don't know. It's pretty close. Booker's, Booker's better. I'll, I'll, give him, I'll give him that. That's a good hipster debate because I think it's pretty close between Booker and Shea, but I think I lean Booker too. He, the jumper's just, it's just better. It's just significantly better than Shea. And I know I it's not fair. It's more in the, in the playoffs. I know it's not fair, but one guy's been to the NBA Finals. He's won a lot of playoff games. I know it's not fair because SGA's had some bad teams around him, but I don't know. Can't, how do we just discount that? He's been in the fight. He's been. You can argue how how maybe not great he was against Milwaukee, but he's been a hooper in the in the playoffs his whole career. So, or at least counter Shea Gilgis Alexander last year scored thirty one and a half points per game on fifty one percent from the field, mid range god. 10, 11 trips to the free throw line. That's yeah, it's, I, I think the, the free throw merchant stuff is basically why I have Booker over him. I'm like, is he going to get to the line 15 times in playoff games? Maybe. <laughs> no, no. Stop. We, we've seen this story before. Come on. We've seen this story before. Uh, not to say that he's not going to be a, a damn good basketball player, but part of the Shea Gilgis stuff when I watch him, it's like, dude, it's a lot. Are you watching the preseason games, by the way? They I, are, uh, yeah. yeah, they are not. Or at least I'm, I'm checking out. it. Like I watched the Chet uh, Wemby stuff because uh, you know, but obviously I stopped watching after they stopped playing. So 
I've been checking in on like the guys I want to see. I mean, you notice like an early preseason. Yeah. They, the main guys only play like a quarter and a half. So they're not they're not fixing the free throw stuff though. I mean, these guys are still going to be shooting a ton of free throws on some weird yeah. looking fouls. I don't I don't I don't know when the NBA is ever going to fix it, but um, I know that's why the Warriors got Chris Paul to bring it all the way back. Agreed. All right, we'll end it there. Appreciate everyone. Have a good one. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com